Authors, I'd like to introduce you to SilineStudios.com. They produce cinematic video book trailers. Sideline Studios is built to support authors. They know the emotion bound inside the pages must come through in the video production. There are no hidden fees and never a concern about royalties. SilineStudios.com uses only licensed, royalty-free video and music from their vast library. It's pretty simple. Video book trailers work. SalonStudios.com bringing studio quality productions to you and your growing readership. SalonStudios.com, you should check it out. Visit them today at SalonStudios.com. Welcome to Transparency Talks Podcast. Listen, today we have an amazing show. As seen on NBC, ABC, Fox, CBS, this lady is on fire. She's a six-time author. Her name is Miss Patrice Siobhan Brown. She's also a mental health director and owner of Restoring Bodies and Minds, LLC. Can you please welcome Miss Patrice Siobhan Brown? How you doing? I'm doing good. Wonderful, wonderful. You got a lot of books out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. So here at Transparency Talks Podcast, I want to just dive right in. One of the things that I noticed about a lot of your books, you have six books that you've authored, but one of the things I noticed is that they seem like they're based on real reality, which is really good because people can relate to reality, you know, based books and everything. So you have the finesser. We blend well together. The day mama made me dance. Secrets of a crazy mental health counselor. <laughs> a fat girl's confidence. And that's a two book series. Can you tell me a little bit more about a fat girl's confidence? Let me get that book. So, okay. This one right here is a fat girl's confidence. Um, this one, we just had a reunion. Well, not a reunion, but an anniversary. We have one every September. Mm -hmm. um, if you go online to my website, Patrice Chabon, you'll see where you'll take a pledge. Like, if you're uh, a woman that has ever suffered with depression or being overweight or um, just having a low self-esteem if people have sort of kind of brought you like to your lowest end a fat girl's confidence is that book to read and um i just wanted to write it because me being a fat girl myself and going through some depressive moods when i had my children you know i gained even more weight and then you know i was feeling depressed um and i had to pick myself up and I just felt like, let me write something and share it with other women because I know that there's other women going through stuff. And I know like now we have like this whole BBW movement going on. And um, 
I was just like, let me go ahead and write this. I get a lot of negative feedback about the word that though. Um, some people want to know, why did you use that in your book? And I say, well, behind closed doors, when somebody gets mad with you, they're not going to say BBW. They're not going to say fluffy. They're going to call you fat. Right. I'm a mental health counselor. I work with women every day that have um, weight issues. So when you hear the word fat, if you continue to hear it, you'll get used to it. And it wouldn't be an issue when someone actually says it, you know, out of spite or out of negativity. You'll be, you know, okay, you call me fat. So what? Right. You know, right. let's move forward. Right. So it wasn't... Um, the word fat wasn't to put any woman down because I'm fat myself or, you know, I, I deal with weight issues myself. It was just simply for the, like, get your mind to think like, okay, so what? I'm just going to move forward. It doesn't matter what you think or what you say about me. I'm used to that. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. You use it as your superpower because that's what a lot of comedians do. They yeah. address what the elephant in the room and it's a, so what, you know, yeah. type of moment behind it. So I can definitely dig it. I think that everyone can relate to your book and has had some type of low self-esteem at some point thinking they're too big or too small or whatever the case may be. I have two, two, two boys and I go through the same thing. One moment I'm, I'm, I'm cool. And then the next minute I swear, I feel like I didn't picked up 10, 15 pounds. And I'm like, where did the weight come from? So I could definitely relate to that. So we're going to take a pause for the calls. I am your girl, Butter B. Rocker. You can find me on all social media at Transparency Talks Podcast or on my personal page at Butter B. Rocker. Right now, you're listening to Vinny Kush with No Cry. See, I couldn't even sleep last night. Yeah. I was thinking, I was dreaming there was someone else holding you tight. I'm real. 
Sometimes I Sometimes I wish that I could walk away Yeah Sometimes I wish that I could start all over again But I can't Cause you made me wonder Yeah I wonder why you treat me this way Why oh why oh why oh why oh why you treat me so cold I'd be lying if I said I wasn't thinking about letting you go. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why you gotta treat me so cold? Yeah, okay, okay. Said I'd be lying if I told you I didn't think about letting you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, riddle me this, riddle me that. Why are you always giving me that? We supposed to be in love. Treating me like I'm a scrub. Who's got time for that? Yeah. Who's got time for games? I said, riddle me this, riddle me that. Hey, you mystery seekers out there. If you're looking for some horror and suspense tales, ebook Mystify Volume 1 and podcast Mystified Got You. Mystify will take you to thrilling places and leave you wanting more. Why wait? Come get your mystery fixes with your host, Ken the Storyteller. Visit him today at store.bookbaby.com forward slash book forward slash mystify. You can also follow him at Ken the Storyteller Williams Manual for more tales on YouTube and on IG as Ken the Storyteller for updates on podcasts and ebook. So you have a movement going on, the Confident Fat Girls Movement. Can you tell us about that? Oh, wow. So like I said before, (laughs) we just had like our annual anniversary. Each September, we do something as far as um, celebrating who we are as BBWs, as Fluffy Queens, as Fat Girls. So um, like I said, if you go online and take the pledge or if you purchase the book, you can go in the back of it, write your pledge, go back and visit it each year. And um, we meet in September, we do something to just celebrate us. A lot of the times we'll dress up, you know, do the whole makeup, because I felt like um, if we do makeovers, this would help. It would be like a good, good self-esteem booster. Mm-hmm. It would be like something for us to build confidence. So we just celebrate us each September, and we do something. Either it's going to be an event or go out of town as women on a trip. It's going to be something that we do. Um, but this year, because of the whole COVID-19 thing, we did something pretty much here in my hometown in Henderson and we still had a great time okay. and um, I know some of the ladies were talking about well this is like a whole women's empowerment event I was like mm, yes sort of kind of but not really I just wanted to celebrate y'all you know right. for just being a part of the movement for picking up the book for just simply beginning to build up who you are mm-hmm. so you can look at it like a women's empowerment thing but then again just look at it as just building on who you are and becoming better. Right. How important is it to have high self-esteem and not let other people's negative thoughts get into your brain? Oh, in this day and time, it's very important because when we look online, there's so many trolls, so many bullies. Uh, And even in reality, you still got to deal with that. So I come from a generation where it might have been a little bit more better, a little bit more lenient. But today is very important because 
Um, if you have a low self-esteem or low confidence, anything can break you. You'll fall apart about anything and um, suicide rates are going up. You right. know? So it's very important to build up who you are as a person. Absolutely. And it's very important to love the skin that you're in because God don't make no mistakes. That's what I always say to my kids. One of my sons, he's 5'4", okay. and he's in the 12th grade. And he's like, his brother is now six feet. And he's like, I'm, I'm never going to get tall. I'm never going to get tall. And I say, well, you know, God don't make mistakes. He makes he makes us all different sizes, different everything. And it's yeah, so perfect. So you just got to love the skin that you're in. That's out of it. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just got to make the best of it. Okay, so you have another book called The Finesser. And if I'm not mistaken, that's your new book, correct? Okay, hold it. Okay. So I have The Finesser 2 that just came out. Maybe okay. like the other day. Okay. So The Finesser was my very first fiction book. Okay. And um, The Finesser pretty much passion is like the main character. Mm-hmm. And Jody is sort of kind of like the bad boy in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women know Jody. A lot of men know passion. Um, she's like this businesswoman. She has it, you know, all together. And Jody is sort of kind of like this man that she meets down the dumps. He has like this um, a towing business and it's mm-hmm. not going too well. But you know, he meets this businesswoman named Passion and they sort of kind of connect. She sort of kind of helps him, but then he sort of uh, tries to finesse her, you know, out of money, out of different things. He sort of kind of leads her on and makes her think like that he's feeling her. Mm-hmm. So ultimately he's supposed to be the finesse, but in the end it's sort of kind of like he gets finessed. Right. So yeah. Okay. Um, the Finesse 2 pretty much is like a continuation of the first book. Uh, a lot of people that read the first one wanted to know, like, well, what happens to Jody? And as you can see on the cover, it looks like, you know, he might be locked up. Right. She, like, you know, she might be having the time of her life. Right. So. Okay. Taking another pause for the calls. This is Butter B. Rocker and Friends with Wake Up Everybody yeah. Tribute. My people in the A, yeah, you gotta wake up. The people in my city, come on, let's wake up. Send my people around the world, yeah, we gotta wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, we gotta wake up. Wake up all the doctors, wake up all the people who have the 
chaos like a winner Everyone successful starts off a beginner If you wanna make it heavy, your passion has got to lift up and Don't give up, you always look for the bigger picture yeah. You got this, the only one stopping you is your conscience Add action, subtraction is not an option I know it ain't easy, believe me, it's all in God's hands Still take care of us, there is a miracle arising up everybody tribute featuring some of atl's hottest we got philippia xavier lewis trev wright homer mac kind of ls karen bryant avery neff 150 and your homegirl butter b rocker so we blend well together i love the title can okay. you tell us a little bit more about that let me get this one i'm glad i put <laughs> on my book <laughs> Okay, so um, we blend well together. The cover, I really, really wanted to have like a nice family that represented me or represented us mm-hmm. in a way on it. Um, so the title, We Blend Well Together, was simply about um, those those families that have went through some type of separation, divorce, you know, or the whole baby mama, baby daddy uh, right. segment. And it just simply talked about um, this young boy, which me and my son, we sort of kind of sat down and wrote this together because he always asked me like, mom, when you get married, you know, like, 
you know, I see you date, but you you haven't gotten married yet. But then he'll say that he doesn't want me to get married. But, right. <laughs> you know, in the book, I just simply went through it and um, talked about how um, the mom and the dad can pretty much co-parent and make things work for the nine-year-old boy because he was just wondering when is his mom going to get married and once she actually does connect with someone um in the book I just explained like okay this is your big blended family like we're going to be here no matter what that's what mm-hmm. the book was about okay so what do you say to families who are trying to blend their families um but sometimes the personality clash me I was married and and once I got divorced it took me a long time to start bringing other people, especially me and our their kids around my kids, of course. Okay. And and so far, my kids like you know the other family and like the other guy. But what mm-hmm. happens, or what do you say to families that those personalities just aren't clicking? Mm, wow, that's a good question. Um, if the personalities don't click, I think you could pretty much pick and choose the different events that you might go to or um, engage with the man, but still show some type of engagement if you can. But if it's going to lead to, you know, a, a fight or something breaking out, avoid it. Right. Um, so with me, I'm going to give an example from um, my reality. So if we were clashing, I would sort of kind of try to go and communicate with my baby dad and like sort of kind of try to get it together with him so we can um, get on one accord. But again, not everybody's going to be like me or have my mindset and not everybody's going to be trying to compromise. But I think it all just starts with communication and um, trying to get with the person that will compromise with you because some people in the family are going to be hostile. It's going to be some people in the family that's going to be like, nah, I'm not doing nothing and I don't Mm -hmm. have to and I don't want them to come and, you know, it's going to be those type of people. But uh, if you can link up with the person that is probably like the peacemaker or that will compromise, I think that mm-hmm. will help um, with engagements, the interactions. So what happens, you said, you mentioned that you have a son. So what happens if your son doesn't click with the other person or their family? Oh, the stepkids. Yeah. Like if I was about to get married. Ooh, that's a good question. Or even the guy. Oh, okay. Well, that's happened before where my son has been like, uh, mom, I don't like him. My son is standoffish, so he'll be like, uh, hey, you know, and bye. You know, he's at the age now where he's 12, so right now those video games in the room is right. like one of his best friends doing this COVID-19, but, um, my son is like the person like he sees you but then again he doesn't see you right he doesn't care he knows how to like mute you and put the whole wall up where right. it don't bother me but you're my mom's friend that's my mom's uh step kid or whatever he'll look at it like that way um, I don't know if that's rude to say but that's just how my son is right um but on the flip side of stuff I think a good way to work on bringing those stepkids together and your family 
would be having dinner together, sitting down and, and just talking about some things that um, the family's disagreeing on when everybody comes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I pretty much, I experienced, uh, when I was dating somebody, I experienced one of their children uh, to be more hyper than my child or my children. And we was looking like, you know, wow, I, I didn't know. But I, you know, after we sat down with the dad and with the child, we sort of kind of was like, okay, but we understand why he's running around or behaving in that way. Um, Because again, that child is coming from a different background than our home or around us. But I think the more that you engage and interact with the other people and children, it'll get better. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you constantly drained at work even though you're working in a field you're passionate in? Do you have a difficult time creating me time in your day? Are you used to being the fixer or caretaker in your job position and feel like you never have enough me time? Then this course is for you. Your relationship to your workspace is directly tied to your quality of life, mental health, well-being, and overall productivity. Your ability to reclaim the sacredness of your workday will determine your capacity to thrive in your work and personal life. In a rapidly changing and chaotic world, we have a unique opportunity to reimagine our relationship to work as well as to reimagine our office space and its impact on our well-being. Reclaiming Your Sacredness at Work This course is a course designed to embed spiritual well-being within your daily work rituals to create enhanced joy and thriving within your workday. Our first cohort starts October 16th and spots are going fast. Sign up today at www.thrivingwithheather.com. That's www.thrivingwithheather.com. We're taking another pause for the calls. As seen on America's Got Talent, receiving the Golden Buzzer Award by Heidi Klums, this is Christina Ray with Unconditional. True love never exactly what you thought it would be. Oh no. Oh, 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 oh. 
Thanks again to our sponsors at thrivingwithheather.com. Visit them today at www.thrivingwithheather.com. So tell us about the day mommy made me dance. Everybody hates this book. Every well, I'm not gonna say everybody hates it, but if you don't come from um, the background where you used to getting a whooping, or you know, if you do something, you're not really gonna understand it. Um, so I come from the era where if I was to do something, I'm gonna be disciplined by my granddad, my grandma, or, you know, my aunts, uncles, whoever's in the neighborhood. Right. So my daughter loves to watch those videos on YouTube where somebody is getting whooped with the belt or something. So she was like, mom, um, write this book. This is what I want. So the book is sort of kind of based on her. Okay. Acting up in school. Um, people hate the book because it's titled The Day Mama Made Me Dance. It's a twist to it. You would think the little girl, because you see the little girl, she looks like she's dancing. Mm-hmm. But it's a metaphor. She She's going to dance, but it's a reason for that. So right. <laughs> some people that aren't used to it, or uh, what was one of the feedbacks I got? It could have been a long on the child abuse side was one of the reviews that somebody said. Oh, really? What? Yes. I, I was like, that. oh, they took it this deep? I was like, ooh. So sometimes when I'm doing an interview with people, I'll say... Maybe I shouldn't talk about that book that I went through as a child. And right. if my daughter or whomever's acting up, they're gonna get it too. Right. So Right. <laughs> my my mom my mom would always say, I'm gonna discipline you so nobody else has to. So yeah. I yeah, I I think we all understand that. Right. <laughs> okay. So you wrote a book called Secrets of a Crazy Mental Health Counselor. The title alone wraps. Well, I think with that book, I pretty much am talking about my personal life versus like my business development. So it's like your professional development versus professional development. And I sort of kind of was like journaling because that's why I write so much. You know, I've been writing for years where, you know, whenever I feel a a certain um, mood or emotion or something, I'll be writing and journaling about me being a mental health counselor. That's one of the main things that I always tell people, like, if you feel some type of way, write something down, listen to some music, you know, try to engage in something with the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I pretty much wrote that book just disclosing some of the things that I had been through. Um, I felt alone in my family where I felt like, um, me and family members weren't getting along and um, I couldn't engage with them. And I thought maybe they would have been more supportive of me. So I sort of kind of talked about that in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about um, dead relationships. And when I talk about dead relationships, I'm talking about like um, my past relationships with men that I had been with. And some people might uh, read the book and might be like, oh, she's trying to play like she's a victim. But no way, I wasn't trying to play like no victim or nothing I don't have the victim mentality I was just simply telling about my experience and my story your truth right my uh my development Mm -hmm. my journey um so on the professional side I was just talking about my battle um we're trying to keep my doors open as as a counselor as Mm a um owner of a facility here in North Carolina and some of the things that I have experienced with um, staff members that you know that were disgruntled mm. some of the things that I've experienced with you know the state mm-hmm. and it was different battles that I have had to go through and I when I sat down to write 
Secrets of a Crazy Mental Health Counselor, it came out in this book. Mm-hmm. You know, this was like my very first baby, so it's the smallest. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been remade so many different times, but I felt like I have so much important stuff in this book. Like, if you are a person that wants to get into the counseling field, or if you've had relationship issues, or you've got that battle um, with your spiritual side right. um, versus the earthly side, Secrets of a Crazy Mental Health Counselor would be the book to read. Mm-hmm. Um, because I talk about me forgetting God while I was still being blessed in the book. So, you know, I think a lot of times um, when we get blessed or when we get to a certain level, we sort of kind of forget why we should be thankful that we are blessed. So mm-hmm. I disclose some information in there mm-hmm. too. So so what are some of the ways that you teach them? Oh, uh, basically self-care, mm-hmm. them recognizing who they are. And again, if they haven't found God or they sort of kind of lost touch, with that side or mm-hmm. I'm not going to just say God because there's so many different cultures and there's different people that I work with right whatever your higher being is you know what I'm saying just get back to that get back to the basics stop taking the focus off of who you were before you engaged with this man or right. who you were before you engaged with this woman or you know um if your children are acting up, let's focus on some parenting skills. Mm-hmm. I, for one, I'm not a good parent um, to the point where I could go up here and say, oh, my daughter Paris, she is a straight A student. She dots every I, crosses every T. She's right. perfect. I can't say that about neither one of my children. But what I do is help people work on becoming better because each day is a battle for me to become better, mm-hmm. you know? So... And that's in everything I do as a businesswoman, as a parent, um, as a sister, mm-hmm. you know, so. <laughs> Who can benefit from this book? It sounds like everybody. Yeah. I'm sort of kind of writing from my perspective, right. but, you know, as far as counseling goes, that's a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. But I think everybody would read it and can understand a little bit more about women about me right but it could benefit from it but it's mostly for women okay so city to beat what up uk what up italy what up usa what up canada what up africa this is my single a thousand miles Thought of
You can find me on all social media at Transparency Talks Podcast or on my personal page at Butter B. Rocka. That is B-U-T-T-A, B as in boy, R-O-C-K-A. So what are some behavior techniques that help you change your mindset mm. as a working professional? Deep breathing, deep, deep breathing, breathing and taking a minute to reflect and counting before reacting to certain situations. I think that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just working on de-escalating whatever has made you angry or whatever has made you uh, want to act outside your character. So breathing and thinking about things before acting. I would also say figure out what your trigger points are too, right? Right, 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 right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How does one face adversity while still being motivated? I know Mm. some of the things that you talk about in your book. Mm. Wow. Okay, so how do you face adversity? Mm, That's been one of the hardest, but for somehow I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Still in business for nine years on the 15th which is tomorrow this month it's gonna be nine years for me as a business owner in mental health and i've had to face so much adversity like ooh, um prayer mm-hmm. <laughs> prayer prayer is number one and just believing in my whole purpose my passion right um just being focused on my goal and um me just thinking back to the very beginning where um i had got the vision you know and me just staying clear about what it is that i want to do mm-hmm. even when people are against me even when people are coming up with different lies or mm-hmm. um backstabbing or just disgruntled because things didn't go their way or right. it didn't work out. I still have to think about my vision. I have to still work on my goal and my goal is and was to operate this mental health facility to the best of my ability with God and and continue to um, bless those people or just help them change. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep on going even when you're faced with adversity. Absolutely. When people are going up against you, pray. Look back at your whole goal, your vision. You know, don't move away from that. Um, and look at your paperwork. Stick, stick to the rules, the law. Stick to, you know, what you started out doing before. I think that's very important when we're thinking about adversity because at the end of the day, everything goes back to the law it goes back to rules it goes back to regulations it goes back to that along with your spiritual side prayer and your belief system about who you are where you're going what it is that you want to do right Stick to that when you're faced with adversity right okay what are some actionable steps to becoming successful in your career sacrificing when everybody else wants to go out and play I didn't say party, but play. Right. Um, But you stay back and you're determined. You're fixed on the goal or um, you're fixed on your vision. Sacrifice doing what everybody else does, Mm -hmm. you know, and and work on your craft, work on your skill, work on whatever profession or 
whatever talent it is that you have, work on it. Right. And time management. Right. Even though I say time management, I'm still one of the worst people with time management. <laughs> but when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to this business, when it comes to being organized, because that's the third thing, organization. When it comes to that, oh, I'm right on that I'm, you know, I have to be, but my family members, my kids, my siblings, even my mom, um, they all know like you suck at time. She's gonna be late. It's gonna be late coming. So it's just <laughs> when I say time management, pick and choose that time management piece. Right. But yeah, that's important too. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that third one was organization. Just make sure that you're organized. Yeah. And um I think success, you different levels of success, because you know, there is different levels of success. Taking another pause for the calls. This is JJ Day with me too. You guys hit me up on Instagram at Transparency Talks Podcast or at Butter Be Rockin'. Let me know what you're feeling, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shorty, could you swing my way? Swing my way. Cause you look so damn good to me. Good to me. You by yourself, girl, that's hard to believe. Hard to believe. Cause you the baddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, girl, you dripping the flyers. Uh, you so thick you can't hide it. Got it stuck in my mind and now I can't get you out of my head. I hope I never need to. Can't see me be with nobody else. I hope I never need to. I hope ain't wasting my time with my breath. Selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me too I can't get you out of my head I hope I never need to Can't see me be with nobody else I hope I never need to Hope I ain't wasting my time on my breath Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me too You got me wanting more of your company Usually I don't do this, but damn, let's see Hey, jumping through these hoops in the games you play I hope it's worth the wait, yeah, yeah, yeah Girl, you testing my gangsters Coming out the room in that dress that I like Girl, I told you I like you Don't you ask me again, you smile and pretend Cause you know what I want, you know what I need Only good thing by goodbyes is watching you leave I can't get you out of my head I hope I never need to Can't see me be with nobody else I hope I never need to I hope I ain't wasting my time and my breath Yeah, yeah I'm selfish, I want you all to myself And she said me
That was JJ Day with Me Too. I want to hear from my people over in UK. It's so city to beat. Y'all let me know what y'all feeling, all right? One of the things that I can definitely say is that it shows that you're very diverse, you know, in your writing, because you're going from self-help type books to parenting-ish type of advice books to, you know, the finesse and everything. So I love the fact that you're diverse, you know? Right. So I, I really, I really like that because it, most people can only can stick to just one lane and you're showing that you know how to pivot into all these different um, types of backgrounds and everything. So kudos to you on that. I think um, I'm looking for the thing that's going to pop the most. Mm-hmm. Because um, with me, if you see, I'm still consistent with writing. I'm, I'm going to write something. There's something that's going to come to the to the brain, to my head. I'm be like, oh, I'm about to write a book about that. Mm-hmm. And people ask me like, okay, so you wrote books. When are you going to stop? I said my number will be 10. But then they say, are you going to write any type of short uh, movies, short films? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that yet. They were like, you can get with a producer. You're going to get with someone. Somebody's going to read one of those books of yours and they're going to be like, let's yeah, let's put this in a movie or something. Let's yeah. do it. And I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. I've been waiting for yeah. you to help me because that's that level that I'm not used to. Now, I can write all day and I can do the counseling, you know, but coming up with the whole uh, video setup, mm-hmm. I got to that's not my lane. I'm just doing what I could do. Right. Well, we're going to we're going to hope that one of our listeners, you know, hears about your different books and everything. And they do contact you to say, hey, you know what? This sounds like more than just a book. This sounds like a movie. This sounds like a short film and everything. So we're going we're going to pray that into existence. So how can people find you? Oh, okay. Um, PatriciaVaughn.com. That's that's the website. Mm -hmm. Um, also on Instagram is Patrice underscore Siobhan. And on Facebook, my personal page is Patrice Siobhan Brown. But you can go look for Patrice Siobhan Brown page or Fat Girls Confidence and I'll pop up. And I'm somewhere on social media. And of course, I'm in North Carolina. I'll be at different events with the books um, whenever we open back up fully and get rid of the whole uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic phenomenon. That's mm-hmm. another book special. Um, I think I'm going to write, uh, that's going to be one of my next books, you know, this pandemic, pandemic right. 2020, or I'm coming up with something different. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, um, also, you also, you also have your books available on Amazon, correct? All, all of these books are on Amazon? Yeah, yeah. All the books are on Amazon. You can find them on Barnes and Noble, Smashwords. Okay. Um, all the different book outlets. I'm pretty much on there. If you can't find all the books, you'll find one or two, maybe three of them. I'm somewhere out here floating in the social media world. Right. <laughs> find something about me. And make sure um, if y'all follow me on Instagram, inbox me with any questions or um, let me know about different events. For book authors, I want to join some different clubs and stuff. So, absolutely. Know. Um, I actually got called to 
help someone that's going to do a big book tour here in Atlanta and it's going it's going to different states so that'll be something once I get all the details about it I'll send you the information and it might be something you might want to you know be a part of or whatever so okay well with that being said I want to thank you so much for being transparent on Transparency Talks podcast I learned a whole lot about you and about your books and I recommend to everybody it it definitely sounds like one of these books will resonate with you and you should absolutely support and read and I think you will learn something about yourself and also learn some some new tricks and trades and and ideas and everything so I wish you the best of luck and thank you so much for being on the show thank you thank you I hope you guys have enjoyed this edition of Transparency Talks podcast this beautiful soul is Miss Erica Dawson, my friend out of Atlanta. This is deserving, everybody. Lately, I had to call back. Lost myself at first, it was all bad. Finally, escaped from a dark past. All that hurt and pain was holding me back. Ooh, all these different phases. So many trials and tribulations. Oh, broken in different places. In a different space, no more work. Protected. A different pattern, I'm ready for my best friend Authentic love, don't wanna second guess it I thought, hope you're ready to catch me All these different phases So many trials and tribulations oh, Broken in different places In a different space, no more work cause I to introduce you to SilineStudios.com. They produce cinematic video book trailers. Sideline Studios is built to support authors. They know the emotion bound inside the pages must come through in the video production. 
there are no hidden fees and never a concern about royalties. Salonstudios.com uses only licensed, royalty-free video and music from their vast library. It's pretty simple. Video book trailers work. Salonstudios.com bring a studio-quality productions to you and your growing readership. Salonstudios.com, you should check it out. Visit them today at Salonstudios.com.